Right, what's up everybody? I'm Alash Shamini, founder of Vigilant, and we're going to talk about writing good copy, and we're going to get into email writing um, in the second half. Let's go philosophically first. Why does copy matter? A lot of people don't take their copy seriously, and what I mean by seriously is um, they don't sell in their copy they don't think things through enough you'll often see on social media these uh, the use of exclamation marks everywhere uh, th you know in replies on social media as if an exclamation mark makes the statement more true but it often makes the statement less credible so in the B2B space, you got to be really careful about that young, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed social media intern um, being too joyful all the time. Nobody <laughs> wants to be spending all this time and money on your product, so don't be so glib about it. Um, we'll get into all that and more. So in this episode of the Vigilant Podcast is brought to you always and forever by Vigilant, Vigilant.com, V-I-D-U-L-A-N-T the complete ABM automation solution, the only one of its kind. Start your ABM program in minutes, get up and running, and get your brilliant product to market faster, more affordably, and more reliably than ever before. We're a B2B marketing program in a box. With one call, we'll have your whole system set up and running. It is a process, but we manage the entire thing on your behalf, utilizing the most advanced and proprietary uh, softwares that we've built custom-made for this specific workflow. We see the world of B2B marketing very differently. And in fact, we think everyone's doing it wrong, which is why you can normally spend a million dollars trying to replicate what we could do for a fraction of that cost in a given year. We handle every aspect that's needed in our uh, in our marketing program in a box that's content production that's lead generation that's crm management and that's sales enablement all there ready for you to go and all you need to do is work with your account rep and watch the leads roll in we find you the prospects that are not only interested in your product but also are in their uh, sales cycle right now or in their uh, education process so we scour the world and deliver you pre-qualified sales leads that are actually looking to make a purchase um, and it changes every month and we change with it so vigilant.com um, backslash training if you want to learn a little bit more about what we do so copy Ooh, man copies everything online especially as your uh, your attention is more uh, dispersed and ad hoc you're going to find that uh, attention grabbing headline is insanely important so where does copy come into play so in the headline of your ads it's a very 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 powerful place to test new copy against new audiences and you can find this market product resonance based off of who clicks what and how many how what percentage of them click above normal Right, so two, three, five, ten times above normal, you have strong resonance, right? And so 
difference between a headline um, where one word is changed can be profound. The difference between a platform and a service is very, very different. Because remember, the market is objective. Even though it's made up of the wants, the demands of uh, countless humans who have subjective um, uh, wants and needs, at an aggregate level, it is completely objective. And your task is to probe the market systematically and measure its contours, its local peaks and local valleys, its local minimas and local maximas. And if you can find that local maximum and hone in on the top, it's really powerful because the, and that's what you should be thinking about click-through rates is kind of a map of, um, of engagement. And as you get to that thing, that positioning, which resonates the most, you'll find a sharp spike in engagement. And you know you have something, you have something, um, you have the best thing possible. Because as you move away from that, you'll find less and less engagement. Um, and so what you're trying to uncover ultimately is the sales psychology of your market. Humans all have the same psychology, more than less, far more than less, right? Fear and love and everything in between. In your given market, you know, for a given price point, for a given product of a given complexity, uh, you're going to have a different sales prospect uh, process and a different sales psychology. People are going to buy phones than they're differently than they're going to buy um, cars, right? However... Everyone buying a phone is much more similar, um, is almost identical. So it's like a silo. And everyone buying a car, the way people buy cars is very similar. And that's because everyone is the same. So if you understand how everyone shops, and then you need to find how people shop for product X or service Y, right? And positioning your ads is a good way, is the best way to find that out rapidly because you get to measure instantly, you get the feedback instantly. Um, and so I want you to think about your ad headlines in the same way you think about your email subject lines. Those words matter, and you need to provide as much clear value with every step of the journey as possible. Teach first sell last literally last literally the last thing you need to do is sell teach 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 it's not even jab 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 right hook it's jab 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 right hook maybe right because if you automate this whole thing then you don't have to worry about when to right hook you just keep teaching keep teaching keep teaching and the sales process is automated if you're using an ABM program especially so the way we do that, and the way you should be doing that, I believe, is to provide unparalleled value the entire customer journey and provide as much value as you possibly can afford. If you can afford free publishing free books, do it. If you can provide long-form video content, do it. Value, value, value. High-value ads. High-value content, high-value offers, high-value communications. At the bottom of your emails, you need a call to action. Or let's say it can be in the minimum at the bottom of your emails. Post scripts, sign off, PS, 
sales pitch. Okay? Because if you do the rest right, people will get to the bottom of your emails. And if you keep writing good emails, they will keep seeing that. And once they're ready to make the next step in their buyer's journey, you will be a clear candidate to be looped into the um, RFP process. So request for proposal process. You will stay top of mind. But if you sell right away, you're only gonna you're gonna limit your interactions, your sales interactions in the in a larger time frame because you're gonna be talking to that tiny percentage, that few percentage of the mark uh, of your buyer's universe that um, is looking to buy now. And that's typically what people do. But if you broaden your 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 marketing to a conversational uh, marketing that educates your industry, you are now able to market to everyone in your industry, not just the people looking to buy now, but everyone that will have your problem. And then a much larger percentage can become fans of your brand. And then as soon as they're ready to start making the decision making, uh, to enter the decision making process, you become a a prospective vendor for them. And you then increase your sales pipeline tremendously because you are um, owning that customer journey. They're walking down your path. You know what I mean? It's your trail, you paved it, you set the landmarks, you set the guideposts, it's yours. And yes, they can at any time go to someone else. And that's fine because you'll never own 100% of the market. In fact, it's physically, it's theoretically impossible. And so you want to just help people as much as you can. Hey, we're not the best fit. You should go this way. Hey, we're not the best fit. You should go this way. Hey, if you're still around afterwards, you're listening to me. We're going to have a good conversation. You're going to buy because I am the best fit for you. And you realize it without me having to tell you that. So, copy is everything and because it gets down to your positioning and the way you're positioned in your prospect's mind is the most important thing because it's how they see everything and if you're positioned as a service but they want a software then you're going to be fighting uphill constantly if you're positioned as a service and they want a service then you are speaking to them in a language they want to hear and your sale can go downhill as in it'll be easier to get the sale but if you're positioned as something that they're not looking for even if at the end product is what they need if you've positioned yourself as something your prospective industry is not looking for you're going to be fighting a tremendous battle and you'll be fighting 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 for that last few percent of people who are looking to buy any time and you'll have to brute force your way in there. Your customer acquisition costs will be very high. You'll need more financing. You'll lose more equity, so on and so forth. But if you can position yourself such that your market to be not only what your market's looking for, but who your market is looking for, the thought leader, the authority, the um, expert in the domain, a, a guiding star to help them on their journey, then you've your your sales will just dunk left and right it's it's quite fantastic and so here we are effectively starting from scratch doing that for a new product and service and you guys will see we're going to make um 
we're going to make a splash. We're doing the exact thing that we um, are selling our clients. Exactly the same. We're using our own process because it works. No matter what industry, it works. Um, it's pretty cool. So let's talk about email copy. Okay, I talked about it briefly, and it's a really important thing because you have the perfect customer journey has four stages, four sequences, and they have to be in this order for them to work. Ads, content, offer, communication. So your ads, and this correlates to your ideal marketing technology stack, what we call jet stack. And you need an ad management system or systems, you need content management systems, you need offer management systems, and you need communication management systems. There's a fifth component, which the customer doesn't interact with, called an attribution management system. It's effectively a marketing dashboard that needs to measure what's going on in that whole thing, but that's that's on you. The client, the prospect, never touches that. They don't even know that's there. Um, and so, yeah, you need these four things. It's like a jet engine. The intake is cold traffic that gets compressed by content, that gets ignited by an offer, that gets expanded by, the, you know, thrust that provides thrust via sales communication. So that communications piece is critical. A lot of people talk about the importance of a lot of companies spend a lot of money getting the good targeted traffic, and then they write a lot of content to help and narrow down the field and then they have offers that build a CRM of prospects and then they sell 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 they right hook the fuck out of you and you're left like oh god shut up unsubscribe you're not helping and so the key at each stage is uh, relevant ads insightful content valuable offers and helpful communications the communications have to be helpful um, it's what increases open rates. It's what the internet was founded on. It's what humans want from their sales communications. And there's a couple ways to go about making good emails. Um, you can write, uh, you can write um, custom long form copy for your emails. That's the hardest one because you have to write a lot. Um, you have you can rehash your content that's easier you can also update on your social media show that's probably the best of both worlds and so as people um you know opt in you can do all these things you need at least seven days of pre-written emails to to to, to get your worldview across you know what I mean? To show that you actually care about your prospect. That, that needs to come across. You can go, you know, I say up to 30 days. But you should have years of content, so to speak. How do you get years of content? You produce a regular social media show. When you post it, your um, prospect list should get that email automatically. Linking back to the show, at the bottom of the email is always the same, it's not the same call to action, but the same, um, in the same spot is a sales pitch for your entry level product or, you know, a sale, effectively a link to a sales page or a scheduling software and talk to a sales rep. So but when they're ready, you're there.
and you're not in their face about it, but you're always there. You're never annoying them because you're adding far more value than this little thing, but it's always there. And why at the bottom? Because it's been shown. These are all just best practices. All the data is out there. If you go study all the conversion data on ads, on content marketing, on pay-per-click marketing, on SEO marketing, SEM, content marketing, lead generation marketing, and email marketing, all this stuff has been proven statistically, you know, effectively by millions and billions of dollars and probably trillions of hundreds of billions of data points. Let's be real. Three billion people on the Internet um, for 25 years. That's 75 billion years of Internet usage. I know that's not actually true, but the numbers add up times the days, times the hours, times the clicks, times the emails. I mean, it's a tremendous amount of data. So all this stuff's out there. We've just compiled it and had, had our own insight that formulates it. You need the four stages. If you're, any social campaign is not providing the four stages, then any digital marketing campaign, then it's not going to work. Or it'll barely work, right? Sometimes you can get away without an email communications. And we'll get into the benefits of the jet stack in another episode but the um the fact of the matter is all the magic happens in the emails so you need to find the ads that work get the content that works get an offer that works and then focus on your emails your emails are going to provide the roi for your whole thing your whole b2b marketing program is because that's where people will actually be sold. Statistically, it's in the emails. A certain small percentage who are looking to buy at any given moment, you know, what is that? Few, two to three percent, something like that, will skip the email and reach out to you because they're, okay, got it, we're, we're looking now immediately. Fine. Those aren't the people your marketing program is built for. Those are, that's a low-hanging fruit. Right? You want all the people that are searching out your competitors to be aware of you. And the best way to do that is to you know, get them into your email list. Not only do you get the ROI off of, a, a clear ROI off of your uh, marketing spend, you now don't have to spend money to communicate with them. And if you can build a rapport where your newsletter is deemed high value, then you're golden. You're going to stay top of mind. And so one of the best ways to think about an email is as a new, uh, not a newsletter, um, a sales letter, right? Corporate sales letter. In the B2B world, it works great. Single page, basic header, basic intro, couple paragraphs, sign off information, right? And the bottom will be your, a button or something, a small banner to your um, salespeople or your sales page. And it works so well. How do we know? Because sales letters work really well. They've worked forever. All direct mail marketing campaigns are versions of the sales letter that connects via story and value to move a prospect to take action. It's what political campaigns are built off of. It's what uh, investment opportunities are based off of. And so the magic of a marketing campaign in 2019 is though 
you know exactly, you can find out exactly which sales letter generated the sales lead. You don't have no idea when you send a direct mail campaign which, you know, uh, a poster or postcard generated was the reason they called out, right? One might have reminded them or what have you, but you don't really know because you don't know which which letters were opened. You don't know which ones were read. You don't know which ones were um, were the cause of activation. In an email campaign, you know exactly, and so you want to be very, you know, I write the fill in the subject header first as a kind of a this is how I do it write your write the first version of your subject as the header of your email so then you know uh, 10 ways to save with cloud POS okay and then write that in your header of your email 10 ways to save with cloud POS that's your header, all caps, or the first letter is all capitalized, and then there needs to be a, set, a sentence, a subheader underneath that contextualizes what this post, uh, this this uh, letter is about. Most restaurant operators know they're spending too much on inventory costs, and then the whole email has to be about the header. What did I say? Ten ways to save, or something like that. Whatever you write, it literally has to all revert back to that theme. So then, your first sentence is a is a attention grabbing um, insight, something that they're like, "Whoa!" And your there's many ways to do this, and I'm trying to think how I usually do it. Your first paragraph sets up the problem, your second paragraph sets up the solution, your third paragraph explains your solution, why it's the best solution of all solutions, or differentiates your solution. And I think if you do that over and over again, you're bound for success. You can also just tell stories. You know what I mean? Okay, that's one way to do it. You can also just tell stories that relate to your product. And they could be just, you know, helpful stories, ways to see the world. At the end of the day, you need to be helpful and you need to have your whole email constantly reference your header, your, your headline of the email. And then when you write the email, uh, rewrite your subject, your, your subject line, because you'll have a better sense of what you did and why it matters to that person the main benefit of the email is really important so it'd be like you know maybe it's maybe it stays at 10 ways to save more money or 10 ways to save 30 percent or how i save 33 percent on costs or how i cut inventory by 33 percent right the main nugget of value needs to be in the subject and the um that's how i write a good sales letter i'm not it's more art than science unfortunately but it is that's like the best example simplified way is to say hey here's a you know here's a blog post um the subject of the email the simplest way to do it is the subject of the email is the title of the blog post the 
header on the email is the title of the blog post. The subject, the subheader is maybe the first sentence of the blog post. And then you can either write the whole blog post, copy and paste it there. You could put the first paragraph and then link to the blog post. Um, or you can just write the whole thing at the same time. Always, always, always at the bottom. That's the way to do it. You can then also do in the automated version if you have like a weekly or daily show that is like, you know, the next episode in the Visual and Podcast is a subject header. Um, and then the, he the header of the email is like um, kind of prearranged or preset. Um, check out the latest episode of Vigilant Podcast. Maybe that's the same as a subject line. And um, it's, you know, a picture of or an excerpt from the blog post that is the social media, uh, that is the show, the social media show, and then the same sales thing. So you can have, you know, that's probably best and most complicated medium to low. And maybe a blend of all three is what's best for your market. Um, it depends on your time frame and your, you know, you might want to do seven days of, um, you might want to do seven custom letters, sales letters. You might want to do 21 um, repurposed blog posts. And then you might want to do automated emails for your, you know, your, your maybe it's a weekly show or a monthly show to just stay top of mind. The hardest part about writing good emails is knowing which one to put when. And that just comes from brute force A-B testing. So you don't know. But you do want to talk about, you know, the most helpful things first. It's like a comedy routine. Put your main, I mean, your heavy hitters at the beginning. So you get their attention, you build a rapport, and they stick around. Don't save your good stuff for last because no one will stick around to enjoy it. They need to see quickly, clear, clear value. The best email, the most important email you send is going to be the first email because it's going to set the tone for all the other emails. The open rate of the first email dictates the open rates of every other email thereafter, statistically speaking. And so that's why it's really important in your first email to deliver that high value offer. And say, um, you know, your your ebook, your webinar link, your whatever is on its way. Go check your email. And in there, you might want to include, you know, links to your resource library, links to your uh, blog post, links to what have you. You can also do, you know, another way I've done it in the past is when you're linking to your blog post, you can link to other people's non-competing blog posts. If you don't have enough social media content of your own, it's a good way to uh, fill the gap with more valuable information. It shows that you know you are um, okay sharing other people's, uh, sending them off into the world to, to research the competition because you know you're only going to get this percentage and you're different and it's it's a very good sign um, and it saves a lot of time because it um, you don't have to make all the content yourself. So. That's three and a half strategies for dominating your B2B uh, marketing campaigns. I know you guys can do it. You're all very smart, very talented people. And just start with the basics. By the time you start and work in sequence, start with your ads.
then your, you know your content in your very first version if you're doing this yourself you want to find the and we'll do another maybe a whiteboard session um you want to start with the number one place you can get the most customers the lowest cost the right ads there you want to send them to a landing page with content on it and an offer once your ads are performing over two times normal move to your landing page once your landing page which is a content plus offer um, piece is performing two times average move on to your emails once your email open rate is at least average um, it's hard to get two times average in email it's a big deal move back to your ads and try to get it to four times average but the thing is once you have people opting into your email list you know you you know who they are you know where they are you know what they want and you know why they want it so who they are is based on your targeting and your ads what they want is based off of the ads you're showing to them um, who they are what they want I'm missing one but why they want it or who they are what they want and why they want it let me let me rephrase let me rephrase uh, who they are is based on your ads what they want is based off of your landing page and then why they want it is based off of the combination of the two is an inference of the two so if um, is a result of the two if uh, retired um, uh, teachers are your target and this is in the B2C setting if um, if uh, petroleum CMOs are who you're targeting and what they want is a webinar on GDPR then you get to infer that they want to know more about the, you know of why they want it and you should be the one that's the that's the art of the marketing is you should be the one to figure out why they want it but once you have them opting in you have those three pieces and you get to write about that ad nauseum in your emails you can break down GDPR in the petroleum industry and CMOs I mean it's like so many things you could talk about and you have your confines of what to talk to them about and how, what kind of 101 level content to provide them and we'll do a better job um, well to be frank it's all in the training so if you want to see it more broken down it's all in the B2B marketing school training version 1 version 2 will be out um, next quarter so alright that's enough for today um, thank you for everybody for listening and uh, Godspeed and good luck talk to you all soon bye